yo, yo, what's going on, players? You already know, it's your boy, Red Sinatra. This is another episode of the Give Game Podcast. And tonight, I got a special guest with me. Uh, let me see, let me see if I can give him a proper intro. Uh, let me do a real proper, like, uh, let me see. Mr. I Do, uh, what we got? Mr. Hotel Forever, yeah. you know what I mean? Uh, Mr. Call Away. Hey. <laughs> Mr. Rhythm and Drip. Let's go. You know what I mean? <laughs> Got my boy, lover boy, Vo in the building. Yeah, What's yeah. good, bro? We in here. We in here. You know what I mean? How you feeling, man? I'm feeling good, man. I appreciate y'all having me. For you know real, what I mean? Man. I appreciate you for coming out, man. Yeah, I appreciate man. that for real, for real, man. How, how, how's everything going, man? Good week? Productive? Yeah, definitely. Every week is productive. That's what's up. You know what I'm saying? Just working, just working nonstop, man. Trying to make it. Got to. Got to. It's a must out here. So... If y'all have um, tuned in with me, you know, you know what I say. Keep going, keep growing. That's what we definitely gonna do. And definitely. you know, what I mean, as I've seen you do, you know, as you st started your music journey, I've definitely seen the growth. Yeah. I definitely seen you uh, keep going and elevate. I'm not ashamed to hit you up, like, bro. Yeah. I, I see you. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. I see you, and you know, I can respect you people. Hit me up a few times. A few people. times, yeah. like you know, because I appreciate and respect people. Who on their grind and taking their craft serious, you know what I mean? Like, it's respectable. Um, so yeah, I mean, we can dive right into it. You know what I mean? So, Lover Boy Vo. Yeah. Who is Lover Boy Vo? Hmm. Lover Boy Vo is just a smooth lover from Durham, North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Lover Boy, man, that's me, man. You know, um, originally, you know, my stage name was Vocal. Mm -hmm. You feel me? But, uh, when I got out of prison in 2016, I just wanted to recreate myself. Uh-huh. Um, Which is important. Right. Mm -hmm. Plus, I wanted to do something that was unique for myself because, obviously, if you uh, if you Google the word vocal, a whole bunch of stuff can come. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? So, I just wanted to make something unique for myself. And um, I feel like I'm a smooth, lover boy type cat. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so okay. I just put the lover boy in front of the vocal. I'm with that. That's what it is. I'm with that. I'm with that. So, yeah. let's, let's talk about, you know... Get into your upbringing. You say you're from Durham. Yeah. How how was life um, coming up? You know, Durham is Durham. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? When you're from Durham, you already know what it is. All right. The struggles of just being in the streets. You know what I'm saying? Having to deal with just everyday stuff growing up, gang banging, this and that. You know what I'm saying? Females, like drugs, everything, man. But, you know, by the grace of God, I made it out. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. That's what's up. So. Um, you said you started off as vocal. Right. What made you actually, well, how long have you been, like, singing and making music? Um, Un unofficially, just just right. into music. Been, um, well, I've been into music, like, all my life. Um, my grandfather was a pastor, so, of course, you know what I'm saying, we used to have to get up and sing in church. Um, he could sing, my mom could sing, brothers and sisters could sing, so everybody can sing, you know what okay. I'm saying? And, um, literally, growing up. My, my stepfather, like, on Thursdays and Fridays, you feel me, he'll go out to his little shed and just play all the old school music, okay, you know, okay. get drunk, and just seeing him do that, you know what I'm saying, just listening to the music, it kind of grew on me, you right, know what I'm saying? And right. then, um, I think when I, um, when the Temptations came out, and I seen the Temptations, yeah. from there, it was like, I knew I wanted to be. That was it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Of course, Michael Jackson and all of them, but it's like, when I seen that movie, that movie just stuck with me, you know what I'm saying? And then... I had to, you know, I had to go for it. Keep man. it hot with me. Who, yeah. who, who's your favorite temptation? David Ruffin. <laughs> That's why I call, I call myself Lil Ruffin. You know what I'm saying? 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, they can say what they want to say, I'm man. You. you can hey. say whatever you want to say. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they know... You they know who they came to see? Exactly. Ain't nobody coming to see you, Otis. <laughs> <laughs> nobody. Word up. All right. So, so music basically was just part of your life, embedded yep. in you, you know, without you even really trying. You right. know what I'm saying? It chose you. You know what right. I'm saying? So when did you decide to, you know, when did you think about or make a decision to actually embark on a career? So um, I was... 18. Uh huh. Um, I actually, it's crazy because I recorded my first record with Swift. Um, it was down in shout his, out to Swift. Yeah, shout out to Swift. It was down in his pop's basement. Literally, like he had a song that he actually wrote called Voicemail, and we recorded it. And that was really my first time ever, like hearing myself on a record, and that shit was just crazy, bro. What did it do like, to you? It was just. <clears throat> Literally, whenever, cause I, I got a thing now. Like whenever I, um, whenever I record a song, I, uh, I literally like that's the only song I ride to for like. Two oh yeah, days, you yeah, know what I'm saying? yeah. But at that moment, like it being my first record, literally, like I probably played that thing like a thousand times in a week. <laughs> you know okay. But from there, it was like I, and then Swift, you know, obviously as a child, he was popping in the, in the area, so it was just watching him do what he was doing. It was like I motivating. Guess, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Straight like yeah. That. It's good, man. It's it's you know, being a being a I always tell people, being around people who right. you're around makes a whole makes a difference yeah. in your trajectory, bro. Right. Like and, and whatever you're doing, you right. know what I'm saying? And if and the people around you don't inspire you, then you gotta You gotta switch it up. Yeah, yeah. You gotta switch it That's up. Real. For real, for real. All right, so you know, started, you know, got blessed to be in a position to be able to record with Swift. Right. Um, so what happens from there? What goes from there? So um, from there, that was, damn, what year was that? That was a long time ago. <laughs> that was like 15 years ago. But it took, right, it took, um, it took me a long time to even put out my first project. Because even from then, my first project didn't come out until 2014. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Um, and that was called Vocal Lessons. And really, like, I listen back to that now. It was horrible. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But at the time, I felt like, yeah. It was it. It was it. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, but yeah. Literally, if you listen to each project, you can tell how I've, how I've grown. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, yeah. And um, literally, man, like, after being locked up, camp coming home, it was like, all right, this is what I got to do. That's why I'm actually grateful for the experience of being locked up, because although you know what I'm saying, it was it was definitely something depressing. It 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 allowed me to um to actually sit down and focus on what my plan was. You right, know what I'm saying? right. And literally, once they let me out, that was it. Execute. That was it. You know so, all right. So, are you grinding? You making music? Right. Um. Unfortunate situation with you getting locked up. Right. I mean, how long were you? How long were you away for? So um, I was given 24 months, but in the feds, you know what I'm saying, you only do uh, 10 months on a year. Okay. So I did uh, basically 20 months. So were you, did you find yourself making a lot of music or writing when you were oh, locked yeah. up? Or but it's crazy because a lot of people look at prison like you literally just, um, just stuck in your cell the whole time. Yeah. But um, in reality, like a prison is, is, 
prison is more so like rehabilitation. You know what I'm saying? Mm. They're trying to they're trying to give you a new trade or they're trying to teach you something, find something you're into, and really just help you bring it out more. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I got to the yard, it's crazy because they actually had a music room, and um, you can rent it out like however many times a week as long as ain't nobody else using it. So I had to room. Wait a minute, bro. Hold on, bro. Yeah. Hold on, bro. Hold on. Yeah. Bro. Hold on. <laughs> I ain't no, I ain't no lame. <laughs> I ain't the toughest nigga in the world, but nigga, you can read a music room in prison. Bro, we had a, we had a whole pool hall and everything. Like I, I was at Button and Low. Okay. And you know what I'm saying? It's um, it was really like, like I said once again, when you think about prison, it's not, it's not, it won't like that. Yeah. You know yeah. So it's a low um level facility, which means that. Ain't no drama going on. Right, you know? right, right. Everybody right. trying to do their time and get on and get right and do whatever you want to do. And um, yeah, they had um, like I said, full pool hall. You know, they had arts, arts and crafts for people that wanted to paint and draw. And then they had a music room. They had literally the piano, the guitars, the drums, the microphones, and everything. And literally, I would go in that skitty, uh two times a week, just brush up on my craft. So. You know what I'm saying? Um, I was working out a lot then at that time. So literally, if I wasn't working out, I was in the music room. Um, a lot of the time, I had to write music without music. Mm-hmm. Um, that was one of the hardest things to do because literally, I'll write a song and be like, this is fire. And then go back and look at my book and try to sing another song. And it's the exact same melody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or yeah. I forgot the melody. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I used to do that too hard. when I was writing music. Um but I feel like when you, it just depends though. But when you write without beats though, I don't know. I just like the way your wordplay and True. your lyrics. There's like, no limits. Yeah, you know no what limits. I'm saying. No limits. So yeah, I, yeah, I really rock with mm-hmm. uh, people that have the ability to do that. I know right. some people who can't do that at all. At this point, I can't. Oh, like, for since real? I, since I did it so much behind the wall that when I got out. He's like, I ain't doing that. I can't even, um, I don't even write no more. Like, literally, I won't listen to beats or anything until we get in the studio because sometimes it's just like when it hits you and you need to do it right then and there, it's going to mess up everything you got to do. You mm. know what I'm saying? Because for me, it's not more so like a job. This is how I vent. This is how I really put everything that I'm feeling out. Right. So yeah. when I do it, whatever I'm feeling at the time, that's what I want to deliver. You know okay. What I'm Cause to me that just makes it more personal, right? Yeah. And you can feel that, right. you know what I'm saying? Right. You can feel that in the music. That's right. that's 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 what it's for, you yeah. know. And that's what's up, man. That's what's up. Definitely. So, all right, go in prison. Mm-hmm. You know, you're re- rehabilitating yourself. Right. You're honing your craft. Right. You're, you're staying sharp. Right. When you get out, mm-hmm. as far as your career wise, what what do you? What is the first thing? You like, all right, I'm doing this first, and I'm doing this next. Or you didn't know. Or the, the first thing, of course, was, you know what I'm saying? Get some get some get some booty. <laughs> I ain't gonna say pussy, but pussy. I, I feel you. I feel you, you know out the gate. Saying? Out the gate. And um after that, literally I hit the studio the night I came home. Um I recorded um off my I Do project, uh, in my feelings. Like literally that's the first song that I recorded. And then bro, I went. Like after the first week of just getting back into everything, after that, I went ham. Man. That was it. I went ham. That was it. I had to adjust because it was just a lot. But literally, when I got back, it was like, all right, it's time to go. Like it's time to execute the plan. Okay. All right. So, 
first project. Yeah. Um, I do. Post prison, I do. Yeah. What was your, what was your mind state? What was your, what what did you want to, really accomplish with that first project dropping, out of prison? Well, I I ask you this first. How long did it take for that project to come out? And then, you know, what did you want to accomplish with that? I I feel like, you know, if you're an artist, you know, with every project, you should have a goal to, you know, with dropping that. Right. Well, um, so I came home October 2nd, 2017. My first project dropped August, no, July. I think July of 2018. Okay. Um, Might have been the last day of July. Um, And... Really, that that goal was for that whole project was really just to put everything that I felt while I was gone on the line. You know what okay. I'm saying? Um, that's why I was called. <coughs> excuse me. That's why I was called. I do, and it was really two meanings of that. I do, because obviously, you know what I'm saying. I had just went to prison. Mm-hmm. It was really it's crazy because it wasn't a thing like All right, I'm going back to court. I'm letting people know that I'm gonna be gone. It was just like. You woke up and I was gone. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. a lot of people really didn't understand like what had happened. Yeah. So I also I wanted to give them that. That's why the I do of that is like uh in court when they say, Do you swear to tell the truth, the whole truth? You say I do because you're gonna tell them the truth. Right. The other I do was also because um while I was gone, you know what I'm saying, um, me and my shorty had gotten to some crazy this drama, you know mm-hmm, what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. that I do was me putting the things on the line about what happened just going on and then at the end of that was like I okay like, this is where i want to be so it's kind of like a marriage i do and then just it's system. dope it's dope yeah. I, I like that i like that perspective man yeah. you know some people might not catch on to things like right. that that's right. why you know i think it put stuff out like that right. it may give you a whole per- different you know you go back if somebody that's didn't know and, right. and then they'll understand yeah. the songs and the way you put it together Facts. All right, so I do. You said that was 2018? Yeah, that was 2018. 2018. Then yeah. you had the project with Swift and Queasy. Oh, okay. Um, okay, yeah. Three days. Three days. Yeah, that was that same year. Yeah. It's crazy because we, we actually did that whole project in three days. Oh, so that's why it was called, it was called Three called Days. Three days yeah. Oh, we okay. Just in, um, at Swift Crib in Atlanta and literally recorded the entire project in three days. And we were just like, whatever we do, we're going to put we're it just out. We're just going to put it out. Yeah. The plans for it, the the literally the uh the cover and everything was made all in them three days. And we literally I think we put it out like a couple of days later. So so I mean, dang, that's <laughs> but you know That was crazy too. Having that chemistry though to right. be able to even do that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well see it was chemistry, but at the same time, all of us, we all homeboys, but we all we since we all homeboys, we all know each other. Right. So I'm talking about literally Bro, we was in that fighting and everything, <laughs> but, but the outcome was amazing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was crazy. All right, so that made waves. And what did you guys or what did you have in mind um, with that project? Was um, it just like it was just something to do? It was just like, bro, you know, shoot, growing your fan base. Yeah, yeah, it was like, bro, we might as well do a project real fast. You know what I'm saying? I think we dropped it like the 31st or the 30th of um, December. I literally like just went into the new year with it. So that's 2018. Yeah. You get out. You drop two projects. Mm-hmm. That's that's good work, bro. That's good, that's good work. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Could you tell? You know, 
from the time you got out to the end of that year or that project a difference in your career? Did you feel like then, you know, all right, there's some motion going on, there's some movement going mm -hmm. on, uh, I've got a lot, of, I got some interest, right. got people paying attention. Could right. you feel that? Yeah, definitely. Because I think, I think right before I dropped, I do, I had dropped uh, my boot up remix. Yeah, I remember that. My boot up remix got like everything stirring. Like I'm talking about uh, Joey IE from Interscope had DM me saying he loved it. Mm. Like, I'm talking about, so it was really getting me bubbling. And then, of course, when I dropped I do, it was like, okay, bro, I ain't playing. Like, this joint, this joint ride. Yeah. Like, three days, it's like, okay, I feel like I'm here now, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, yeah. I feel like I, I got everybody paying attention. Now I need to get them something that's going to be even crazier. And people, let, don't get it confused, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> the, the growth isn't just from, you know, sitting in the studio and putting out music. Right. I've seen him. He's doing shows. Yeah. He going. I seen him when he was doing like the open mic joints. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you you can't. I know it's the pandemic and all that, y'all. And you know you times are a little different. But you gotta put you gotta put you gotta them put feet to the pavement. Them. You gotta like you know go start like get out there. Right. You know what I'm saying? Don't sit behind the computer the whole time. Don't sit like get out there. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So you know. Oh, that was in 2018. Yeah. I do. Three days. Mm -hmm. All right. From there, you went to, did it go to Hotel Forever after that? Was Hotel that was, yeah, that was the next project. And when, when did that drop? That dropped uh, August of 19. August of 19. Yeah. Dang, man, two August years went by real fast, bro. August of 19, right. <laughs> real fast. <laughs> Yo. Real fast, bro. All right, so... I really rock with Hotel Forever. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? I was I was spending Hotel Forever. You know what <laughs> I mean? Um, all right. You got people paying attention to you. You drop Hotel Forever. How was your, what was you feeling when you was recording? What was your, what was your feeling while recording? And what did you want out of Hotel Forever? Well, Hotel Forever, um, so a lot of those songs was just recorded, um, like just here and there, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Um, in 18, I ended up meeting Blaze, Mike Blaze, and um, shout out to Mike Blaze. I've been in the Mike Blaze studio. Shout out um, Blaze. Um, I ended up meeting Blaze, and literally, like from the moment we met, it just clicked. You know what I'm saying? So me and him just started recording a whole bunch of ideas. Blaze real musical too. Yeah, Blaze is like that. Um, so you know what I'm saying? I had a whole bunch of music. And I you know ended up meeting Marseille. You know, chopping it up about just what I had going on, you know what I'm saying? Trying to figure out basically the best way for me to go forward, you know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, between the both of us, we ended up coming up with Hotel Forever. I actually had, I had recorded a song with Blaze called Hotel Forever. And then, of course, he heard it and was like, yo, this is what we should do. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And then, literally, nine-song project. Um, as you can see in the cover, each each block means right. one song. Right. And um, literally, it's just a vibe, man, about love, you know what I'm saying? And literally, like... I wanted to do an R&B project. Yeah. So, and I feel like at that time, it. it was needed too. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. It was definitely needed. Definitely. All right. Like people ain't really doing it no more. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's like, you know, R&B, people want to rap. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, sometimes you just need bro, a regular good R&B. I'm telling you. You know what I'm saying? It's on the ride too. In reality, like, if you... 
be trying to get special with your with your shorty. Nine times out of ten, you really ain't finna go cut on no little Uzi. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I don't know, know, man. Them little kids, man, they yeah. crazy. I'm talking about us, though. You know what I'm saying? I say from the age of 27 and up, maybe. You know what I'm saying? You ain't you ain't really into all that. You know what yeah, I'm saying? You for sure. Slow it down a little for bit. For sure. You yeah. got to. So, yeah. It's man, though. You got to do it. Right. All right. Because I ain't, I ain't cutting no NBA young boy. Like, that ain't happening. <laughs> <laughs> no offense. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's I'm hot, just saying. I mean, yeah. I mean. Nah. I mean, different. T- right. Yeah, play the right theme during the right time. You know what I'm saying? Facts. You know what I mean? So, Hotel Forever. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I'm saying? You making noise now, Vo. Right. You know what I'm saying? Your, your fan base is growing. Mm-hmm. Then you come with like these singles. Right. The, to me, it's just like, and I'm and I'm looking. This one, I'm like, bro. I gotta hit this nigga up. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. hey, bro, I see you, bro. Like, you know what I'm bro. saying, bro, bro? Like, that's hard. You bro. know what I'm saying? Out the blue, I, I, pro- bro, <laughs> I probably ran call away like twenty day, twenty days straight, going straight, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was the same way when I first got it back, man. <laughs> Look, cause you gotta think. By the time my fans and my supporters get music. You already I've been there. sitting on it yeah. for a while. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So when I first got it, bro, that's that's the only thing that played. I think you on the song. Like what? Man. That was even crazy because literally, um, Double J had hit me like, uh, "Yo, Cutter made this fire beat." You know what I'm saying? I I need you to get on it. So I'm like, bet. And when he sent it to me, I was just like. I'm gonna murder this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Got in the studio that night with Blaze. Me and Blaze uh, kicked that joint out while we sitting there and I'm getting ready to post it. He like, yo, it'd be dope if we can get Chingy on this. I'm like, that wouldn't be a bad idea. That was a great idea. So when I put it on Instagram, I told everybody literally like, tag Chingy. Chingy. By the time I woke up in the morning, Chingy had liked it. And like he had commented saying, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, you, you killed this. And then he DM'd me like, I appreciate you, you know what I'm saying? Saluting me. Yeah. Doing that joint. And um, I was like, man, what I gotta do to get you on it? Yeah. So he was like, just send it to me, bro. You know what I'm saying? I got you. And literally I had it back in like probably like a day or two. So he just did it off the rip. Off the love. See, man. It's off a little love. bit a little bit more game for y'all. When you walking in with your purpose, yeah, and you doing things. You know, stuff like that just happened, y'all. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Don't be scared. He right. could have. He could have been like, "Man, no, nah, I ain't trying to." You know what I'm saying? Right. But you see how that happened. So for those uh, those of you that's out there, you know what I'm saying? When you walk into your purpose, bro. Don't be scared. Right. When it's you know what, what you're supposed to do, it's gonna happen. Absolutely. And don't be scared of a no. The worst thing somebody can say is no. You know what I'm saying? I had to, I had to learn that myself too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, man. So call away going crazy. I see you, Vo. You know what I'm saying? You out here doing big. You got videos going crazy. Right. Um. What was the joint with um with Double J that you just Fall did? In love again. Oh my god. Yeah, that joint was crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. Oh my God, bro. And it's crazy because with that, literally, 
bro planning to propose. He called me like uh, two weeks maybe. No, nah, it, it might have been a little bit longer than that because we were just you know, chatting about it. Yeah. And um, literally, we were trying to figure out like how we could get her where we were. And I was like, like literally, this is the day before this is supposed to happen. Like, bro, we might as well shoot the fall in love again video. I said it. Plain. So literally, like, so in the video, when y'all had that conversation, it's kind of reenacting like a that conversation. A yeah, that was the day that it literally came about. We was like, all right, let's shoot this now. Like literally, <laughs> it was like we met down there with her mom, and they were just looking at the area, trying to figure out what they was gonna do, and everybody trying to figure out how we gonna get them down there. And I was just playing with double. I'm like, shoot, bro, we can shoot a video. He was like, we can. We got a song that can do this, but we can make this the video. And I was like, yeah, I got one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Boom, he was like, let's do it. We shot that little scene. We went over it a couple times. And then literally the next day when it came about, I was already there. So um, all her family and everything was like, a little ways down in like this building just standing there. Uh-huh. And um I was already there shooting solo scene. Okay. You know okay. So when they walked up, she was just thinking that Oh, they just were they had just got finished eating downtown. Double called me like, yo, where y'all at? I'm like, Oh, we downtown over here, you know what I'm saying? Boom, so he like, all right, we're gonna pull up. They pull up, she come down there. It's her brothers that's actually shooting in the, right. in the video. Right. So excuse me, um, when they come up we all talking junk to each other, and then Double just was like, yo, uh, hey, man, take take some pictures of us real fast. You know what I'm saying? So she like, I don't want to take no pictures. He's like, yeah, take some pictures. <laughs> so she sit, down, <laughs> she sit down in the chair, and when she sit down in the chair and Double standing behind her, what people don't see is that's when all of her family started walking up. Walking up, up yeah. So she, so she didn't she, really know that they were she there. She like, see that. And so when the video actually starts, it starts with her daughter like, Walking up even more, like mommy, mommy, look. You know what I'm saying? She looking like even how her daughter got there. Yeah, yeah. So when she turned around, she see everything. That's when I start singing, and then everything else played out. Um, we went through the proposal, and then we did the proposal party. And after everybody left, we came back and shot the rest of the video. That was a very dope look. Yeah. Shout out to uh, Chris. Yeah, Chris, crazy. Bro. Oh man. Chris yeah. and D man crazy. Yeah, man, crazy they they doing their thing on them visuals Thanks. right now, man. Yeah, y'all got a little, y'all got a little, y'all got some good chemistry going with that yeah, too. I yeah. see that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, man, that's some good people, man. I came up with them folks. So, all right, the video went crazy. Then rhythm and drip. Yeah. I really feel like rhythm and drip <laughs> is like Bo letting y'all know, like, listen, bro. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I didn't went I didn't went through 2018. I put in my grind. Like, check me out. Like, right. this ain't no cap. You know what I'm saying? This yeah. is this is really it. It's crazy because <laughs> I had just got on probation. Like the the day it dropped. Yeah, the day it dropped. I had just got on probation. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? So that was really when to me it was like celebratory. I'm about to go crazy. <laughs> I'm about to go crazy, you know what I'm saying? And um, plus, with my last project, uh, my last project was just like um, what it had been. Well, I dropped at twenty. Yeah, so I didn't drop no projects at all. Twenty um, twenty. Yeah. So it had been like a whole year. Yeah. You know what I'm saying so. Um, I'm like I'm gearing up. Like yeah, I'm gonna. 
going to go crazy. You know right, right, right. And I'm just like, I want to get him something completely different than Hotel Forever. Because Hotel Forever was really for the R&B lover. Right, right, you know? right. Now what I'm going to do is I'm going to switch it up and I'm going to give you this stuff that they're giving you now. But at the same time, I'm also going to give you still some R&B right, stuff. Right, right. But just like you were saying, um, R&B ain't R&B no more. So what I got to do is I got to pull people in by what they know. And then once they get over here, it's like, all right, oh, this dude really. He does it all. Exactly. So That's good marketing, though. Rhythm and drip. Yeah. It's just that. And uh, D. Dowdy um, <clears throat> from a radio station in Fayetteville, he had said that's what I reminded him of. He was like, nah, you ain't R&B. To me, like, you like rhythm and drip. Yeah. And when he said that, it was just like, oh, that's crazy. That's it. That's crazy. That's, that's it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's, that's what it is. Man, most definitely, bro. So, you know, as I message you and hit you up, I'm going to yeah. take the time to take my, you know what I'm saying, my platform and salute you. Appreciate you know that. what I'm saying? And tell you, bro, keep going, yeah, keep man. growing. You know, I'm I'm, I'm with you, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. 100%. I want to see you, you know what I'm saying, definitely take this all the way to the top. Right. So, I mean, I got lover boy vote with me. You know, it's it's February. It's February. It's Valentine's. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> Give the fella some game, man. Give him some game. Give him some game <laughs> on Valentine's Day. What 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 they need to do? What, give him give him a couple ideas for Valentine's Day. I ain't. This, this what I'm gonna say, dude. Because you know, uh, Valentine's Day sometimes can can be materialistic more so than about love. Yeah, for sure. Um, for sure. Shit show. What I'm what I'm gonna say, do is, however much you feel that you love the person that you're dealing with, put that much effort into what you do for them for Valentine's Day. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes you can have a female, or I say a person, because it can go both ways. Sometimes you can have a person that is don't care about. None of materialistic that. things and all. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But if you go all the way out for them, that's just going to make them love you even more. Then you got people that, that want that, but it ain't really about the love. It's more right. so about what you do for them. You right, know what I'm right. So I wouldn't want to say, oh, go do this, get a room, put the flowers in there, because if you don't love her that much, yeah. why if you, don't, if you don't do that year-round anyway, right. why would you? Now, granted, everybody ain't. Every month we ain't getting no room and doing no roses. Right, right. But what right. I'm saying is, if you don't show her how much you love her year round, anyways, then why? What's do it the point? Just that day, you know what I'm saying? Because it's I like you're that. setting yourself up. It's just like, <clears throat> it's just like going to Cali and you renting a, Lam- a Lamborghini and you out there like, yeah, this is what we do every day of the week. And then you go, you back gotta home, come back to the crib, right? And you Uber, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it don't it don't make sense, you know what I'm saying? You setting yourself up. So it's like I would just say, as much as you love her, show her that. Hey man, that's kind of that's that makes that makes a lot of sense though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, man. don't waste your time trying to prove a point if it ain't really no point to be proven. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. All right. So, well, this is this you know, this is what I'm do. This is what I would I would do. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Different levels, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's it's definitely different levels, you know it what I'm is, saying? It it's, it's it's different levels, you know. I'm about to mess them up with this one. Oh, yeah. I so, might have already did it though. See, first first <laughs> first I'm gonna do, 
I'm gonna hit Vol up. I'm gonna cop a dog from him. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? The dog is over. See, <laughs> I'm gonna cop a dog from Vo. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We pulling up with the with the big bouquet. I'm telling you. You know what I'm saying? I dog, I come with the dog. So I'm gonna see him too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that don't trip, bro. <laughs> nah, man, I'm just playing with you. But I did want to tap into that, man. Yeah. I see, you know, one thing in life, you got to have, I mean, you know, that hustler spirit, bro. Right. You know what I'm saying? Multiple ways. Yeah. I see the dog thing going. How, how is that? How yeah, is that, man? It's how- um, Literally, I've been I've been known dogs, man, since I was young. Like, I think one time we had, like, 13 pit bulls when I was growing up. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And, okay. Uh, it was always pit bulls. Of course, when I was an adult, it was pit bulls. But, um. When I came home and I actually ended up getting my first apartment, of course I couldn't have no pit bull. Right, right, so right. I, I definitely wanted a dog though. Yeah. Um, and my big dog actually uh, TLS, he was breeding um bulldogs, and I was just like, you know what, I'm gonna get one, and literally end up getting one. And like, man, I fell in love with my dog. Yeah. Man, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. literally, like, they are just like the perception of them you know what i'm saying they just cuddable lovable dogs they yeah. really don't do much yeah and at the same time they do got that burst of energy but that energy lasts for like an hour they chill. you know what i'm saying because they yeah. have um they have breathing issues yeah so right literally yeah. even when you like when we go outside and we do this lap she coming back in <laughs> right, hey, bed, right, hey. she I'm out <laughs> for the rest of the day you know what i'm saying as simple as that so yeah my family love them um, so I just decided, I'm like, you know what, I, I'm a, it's an investment, you know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, they definitely aren't cheap. Right, right. But the outcome of the investment is crazy, man. You know what I'm saying? Because if you just say you, you bought you a, um, just say you bought you a $10,000 female bulldog, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? This is exotic. We just say blue. She might be a blue try. You know what I'm saying? Um, cool. You know, you raise it, take care of it like you're supposed to, and then 15 months. She gonna mess around and have you six puppies. Right. Each one of those puppies could be ten thousand or better. Right. I know the one that I kept off this last litter is worth twenty five thousand dollars. Twenty five bands. You know what I'm saying? But I kept it. Yeah. You feel me? But it's just like imagine if you have a whole litter like that. That's twenty five thousand. See, but that's I mean that's that's you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying you bump everything else. Right. You feel me? But I'm looking at that as that's okay. Boom. That's one stream of income. Right. Absolutely. You know a good one lucrative if you're doing it right too absolutely exactly Exactly. so yeah man i'm I'm just i'm trying i'm trying to be rich absolutely (laughs) you on your you on your way bro you're on your way man you know what i'm saying so what's next what you i mean you know you you, you buzzing you know what i'm saying you hustling right you know what i mean Things are on the up and up. We got any projects coming out? We got any any? So um, I was I was gearing up to go ahead and um and drop a project around the time that I dropped a uh, rhythm and drip, but um I actually came into being a songwriter more, and um literally like around August, I had a song opera um, songwriting opportunity, and literally like. That's literally where everything I've been doing has been going. You know what I'm saying? Songwriter. Yeah, I've been like putting my all into it. Like I, um, during the pandemic, I went ahead and invested in my own home studio. Okay. So once I got that, literally, like, 
I record every day. You know what I'm okay. saying? Some days I might record every day, all day. And um, I've really taken the writing thing serious. So in the process of that, of course, I'm writing records for myself, but I'm also writing records for other people. So I just really just been working and working and working and working and working. Um, I'm finally at a point that it's like, oh, dang, I ain't put no music out. I ain't put an EP out last week. Yeah. So let me go ahead and do that. Yeah. Um, we literally was just talking about it in the car. Um, I think I'm going to go ahead and actually sit down and put it together. Okay. So that we can go ahead and try to put it out hopefully soon, man. You spoke on um, you writing. Um, I checked out the joint you wrote. You wrote for Raheem Devine. Oh, yeah, that's my dog. Okay, how did how did that relationship come about? Um, it's crazy, cause so I came home 2017. Literally after being home for a month, I literally just reached out to him in his DM like, yo, you know what I'm saying one day, bro, I want to I want to do a song with you. Okay. And like he a humble dude, yo. You know, I told him my story and he hit me back like, yo, just keep working, yo, you gonna make it. And literally like a week after that, I had wrote um this hook called Had a Dream and it was basically talking about Martin Luther King and Malcolm X, you know what I'm saying? Like in today's time. Oh, okay, you know okay. Um and I sent it to him just like, yo, what you think about this? I was just asking what he thought about it. And literally he hit me back like, yo, I get on it. So I'm like, bet. Went to the studio, recorded it. It probably it took like four months for him to get on it though. Okay, you know what I'm saying, but I was persistent. Like I need I need that version. Yeah, you know yeah, yeah. And uh, he finally sent it to me. So after that, we just we gained a, a, a friendship. You know what I'm saying? Like when he came to the area, he invited me to the show. You know what I'm saying? All that. And literally, literally, um, me and Blaze once again had wrote this record called "What's Going On 2020," mm-hmm. and messed around and um. We recorded this in January, and I think I shot the video for it in maybe June of last year. I literally sent Raheem the song that day, like, yo, tell me what you think about this, because I'm finna put this out. Yeah. And, like, the next morning, I woke up to him, like, yo, how much you want for it? Word. And I was just like, I ain't trying to sell it. You know what I'm saying? I just shot a video to it. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yo, you know, what's up? And, like, literally, we made it happen. He recorded it. He put it out as the first single um, off his new project, What a Time to Be in Love. That was like, one that, that came out not too long ago, yeah, right? It came out a few months ago. Yeah, bro. okay. Yep. And, um, literally, bro, like, that opened up so many doors because once you get in, it's like, oh, you wrote for who? Ryan? Oh, I right, let me introduce you to this person. They wrote for this person, this person. And literally, like, it's just like, I'm getting accepted, man. So is that one of the things that happened that make you be like, oh, okay, let me let me get that that, that paper from my pen, too? Yeah. That was, okay, definitely. okay. All right. That's why I've been, because it's, it's easy for me to put a song out, but I don't have the fan base that Raheem Devon had. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I know that my feelings and my work is going to touch an even bigger audience through him. Through him. Yeah. You feel me? And um, he's the type that's like, oh, yeah, this is my new song written by Loverboy. And that's what I noticed, too. Like, he he, 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 he ain't no shy hater. away from at all, bro. sharing his stage with you and giving you the credit on that. At all. Which is, you know, that is that's different. A, man, that's commendable, man. Shout out to Raheem Devine, man. Like, you know, people, people who need that appreciate that. What, man? Listen, bro. Like I said, he ain't one of them people that that's not gonna tell who did it. 
And it's literally like I seen that it's like, oh yeah, man, I heard about you from Raheem, man. Oh word, you know what I'm saying? And it's like literally like just doors like just opening, bro. You know That's what's what up. And I'm I'm grateful. Like we hit uh number one, woke up one morning, bro, and looked at Instagram and I seen somebody say like, shout out Raheem Devon for being number one. So the iTunes look, I'm like, oh we number one. The song you wrote. The whole album. The whole album went one. number one. The whole album went number one. And like literally, bro, I just cried tears because I was like, how I go from here to waking up the next morning and we number one. That's crazy. Like, bro, that just had me on a high that I was just like, bro, we number one. You know what I'm saying? That's, I mean. It happens, bro. That's walking in your purpose, bro. You know what I'm saying? That's putting that right, that right energy and doing the right thing out there. You know what I'm saying? Like. It come back tenfold and plus more, you know what I'm saying? So, y'all, just try to do right. I'm telling you. Follow your dream. Put in real work. Work. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people, what they do is they put in work for Instagram. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, we working, but really ain't doing nothing. Ain't doing the real work. That ain't it. (laughs) Yeah, not... Not the, sh- not the not the not the not the social media not, work. I'm talking about that, the, you got to put real that work, work in too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you got to you know do saying? that. But yeah, you yeah. Have the real stuff behind for it. Sure. People gonna be like, yeah, bro, man. So we been doing this for the longest. We ain't seen nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yeah, you yeah. Got to put that work in, man. For sure, for sure, man. Well, you know what, man. I definitely wanna, you know. Best wishes to you, bro. Appreciate you know it, bro. what I mean. Appreciate um, it. I, I, man, I feel like you made it, but I, I know, you know what I'm saying, it's, it's, it's way more, right. you know what I'm saying, you right. know, you know, I definitely know it's way more to go. Right. Um, Keep keep pushing, bro, you know what definitely. I'm saying, keep pushing. I'm definitely, you got my support, the Give Game Podcast and crew, right. definitely it. rocking with you. Uh, anything else that you want to let, where, where can we find you at? Where's, you know, music, social media? Um, everything is um everything is lover boy vote l-o-v-e-r-b-o-y-v-o on all platforms um all music streaming platforms youtube facebook twitter ig everything lover boy vote make sure y'all if y'all aren't following and checking them out make sure you go do that definitely you know and and but you ain't got no more left in your car ain't got no more either Really a corner, <laughs> really a legit nice. corner. You know what I'm saying? Appreciate hey, you, man. man, I appreciate both for coming through. Y'all know how we do. It's the Give Game Podcast. It's Red Sinatra, Lover Boy Vo. Yeah. Until next time, I keep it player. You dig?